Yeah, this uh, this is coming out later than I expected. Sorry about that. Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? Are you drinking water? Probably really not. You know, summer is coming to an end, but that does not mean you do not need to hydrate your body, do the right thing, and quench your thirst. Secondarily, rate, review, and subscribe to my show. A lot of you guys have been listening. I believe for my father's episode, um, I've been getting a whole bunch more listeners. But just if you're listening to me on your iPad, on your iPhone, go over to the Good Brother Experience. Go all the way down. Give me five stars. Subscribe to me. Help me out in the game. Last but not least, if you would like to email me, email me at goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. I haven't been receiving emails as of late, but that's because I haven't been reading them for the past few months. But I'm back on deck. I'm here now. Goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Before I talk about my weekend, before I talk about what's been going on, before I state any of that shit, I'm tired of it. And if you want to make the world a better place, take probably the next few minutes, uh, screen record it, and send this snippet to anybody who you know who cooks. For the people who cook, you know, uh, for the church every Sunday. For the people that make plates on the weekends. For the people who bring the food element to events, whether it be a party or some type of showcase. Um, if you know someone, or if you're actually one of the people who during basketball games, you have the soul food table where you can get some, some food and get, and get your swerve on and all that. This is very important and I'm tired of it. If you are in any capacity selling plates, take the fucking tail off the shrimp, son. I'm tired of it. And I feel like nobody's saying anything about this. I don't care if it takes you a few extra minutes for you to sell that shrimp or for you to make that shrimp or for you to prepare that shrimp. Nobody asked you to be a fucking caterer in the first place. And if somebody did ask you, or I'm sorry, or if somebody did ask for you, for your services, for you to cook something, for you to sell it to the public, that's dope. That means somebody loves your food. They can see it as profitable. They see it as a as something that could be marketable as far as the event is concerned. Or it can be a nice added touch or just the last final cherry that the event needs for it to be spectacular. Take the fucking tail off the shrimp, son. Let me tell you what's happening in the community. Maybe you're in Iowa. I have a few listeners in Missouri. I got some listeners in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I need to break something down to y'all. Whenever shrimp is being implemented in the food menu, whenever you're out, right? One of maybe three things happen. Either it's fried shrimp, it's shrimp on its own, or it's shrimp combined with pasta. It don't even be rasta pasta. It'd be some semblance of some type of white sauce that's not even fucking 
spicy. You understand? Probably that, that white man concoction that you purchase in your local Pathmark. Niggas, extract that Alfredo cream, put that shit on these jumbo-sized noodles, and put in jumbo shrimp with the tail on it, son, and handing it over to you and charging you $20 for you to work. This is not chicken wings, my nigga. Why am I not able to eat my fucking noodles, my cream sauce, and my shrimp in a cohesive fashion without having to do extra work? Niggas is not feeling that shit in the hood, bro. The pasta ain't slapping. The fried shrimp ain't slapping. The fucking steamed shrimp, whatever, putting that shit in the oven, whatever you're doing, garlic sauce, butters and such, cloves, take the fucking tail off. I am fed up with that shit, son. I support black business through and through, especially older black women, right? So... When I'm coming through and I'm at a basketball game, I'm at an event, I'm at a pop-up shop, I'm driving by a church on a Sunday morning, afternoon, whatever have you. I'm like, oh, you know, even with Corona, I put my health on the line for some fucking black woman cuisine. Fuck it, right? We all got to support each other, even through a pandemic, right? And once I look over there and I see you got the whiting, catfish, chicken, the Mac, don't get me started on the Mac. The Mac, green beans, rice, shit like that. And I just so happen to see the shrimp. And the shrimp got the tail, the shell, whatever the fuck on it. I abandon ship. I just get a ginger ale and I dip up out of there. You don't deserve my service. You didn't go the extra mile to make me happy as a consumer and as a customer. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think there's a difference between being a consumer and a customer. And if there is a difference, email me and let me know. I'm in a diatribe right now. Let me cook. Take the fucking tail off, son. I'm tired of it. I'm not fucking standing for it no more. And I'm going to start taking legal action. I am. I'll get you audited. I know you're not claiming that, that plate money on your taxes, selling plates and all that type of shit. Ten dollars, fifteen, twenty. You're not claiming that shit. I will take photos of you. I will take videos of you, and I will submit that shit to the IRS, and I will get your whole operation shut down. Your shit is not LLC'd. You're not a fucking establishment. You're not a S corp. You're not a corporation. You're a fine black woman in America selling plates, and I love it. Unless you're not removing the tail. Again. Screen record this. Send this. Oh, the tail, it, it withholds. It doesn't withhold, I'm sorry. It maintains the flavor. It, you're, you're, you're sullying the shrimp if you take the tail off. The tail is there to ensure that the shrimp can be as flavorful as possible. Nah! No! I'm not feeling that shit, son. I will take and I will I will take the L and I will make the sacrifice to not have shrimp be at the apex of flavortum. Flavortum, flavortum, both words I just made up. Just bear with me. I will make that sacrifice to not have to put no work in.
just had to say that to you. So I've been having some thoughts. This was another thing I was doing uh, throughout my sabbatical when I took my leave of absence from the Good Brother experience. I'm going to do a road trip with absolutely no way, no feasible way of paying for it. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to literally abandon all facets of logic. I'm going to abandon all my responsibilities like I'm 19 years old. And I'm going to go on the road. Reek goes on the road. And I, I, I have a map. I've been doing some Googling. And my road trip will be as such. I'm going from Long Island to Delaware. I am going from Delaware to D.C. I am then going from D.C. to Virginia. From Virginia, I'm going to go to North Carolina. From North Carolina, I'm going to go to Georgia. Maybe, maybe I might go to Florida because I have a cousin in Jacksonville. Don't quote me on that. But that might happen. But then after that, from Jacksonville, if I go to Jacksonville, I'm going to Memphis. After I go to Memphis, I'm going to make a eight to nine hour voyage to go to Champaign, Illinois. In that case, I'll go visit Chicago because I always wanted to go. After I do that, I am taking my talents to Indianapolis. From Indianapolis, I'm going to Cincinnati because I always wanted to go. From Cincinnati, I am going to Pittsburgh. From Pittsburgh, I'm going to Philly. From Philly, I'm going home. That is my trip. Now, the cool thing about this is I have people who live in these areas. The bad thing about this is I'm going to have to get hotels as I travel like I'm a drifter in a 1930s cowboy movie. But that's all right, because I feel like this needs to be done. And what prompted this is with this map that I procured, I'm just looking, right? I have this red marker that came with the map. I just started check checking each state in each town in each state that I've been to. Check, 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 check. And I haven't seen like mad of the country. I've never been to Tennessee. I've never been to Illinois. I've never been to Ohio. I've never been to Pittsburgh. And I'm just looking like, why not? These are all neighboring states. I've never been to Indiana. I'm like, well, what is the problem? Why can't I see what's happening? You know, a piece of me wants to go to Grand Rapids or to Detroit, Michigan, but that's just too far out the way, baby. Can't do it. I didn't even know there was like a Cadillac, Michigan. Is that where like Cadillacs is made in Cadillac, Michigan? Call me a dummy if you want to, but just remember that I've been working out and I can fight. But I'm looking at this map and it says Cadillac. Might could make a detour. Haven't made my decision yet. But I will be a man in the wind. And this is going to um this is gonna help me out. Um on top of the fact that I was just looking at my map and I'm just looking at all these places that I haven't been. I believe I'm going to need this trip for my psyche. 
as of right now, I feel like my life is in a hamster wheel. You know, Mondays are like Thursdays. You know, Friday is like Tuesday. There's no delineation, right? There's very there's there's a minute amount of change that I'm that I'm going through, right? And because of that, I believe that in my growth process, both financially, professionally, whatever have you, I'm starting to become stagnant. And the reason for that is because I'm I don't feel like I'm seeing enough new things to give me a sense of of hope or an end game or having the understanding that there's a bigger world out there with all the clutter that i have going on it's hard for me to really decipher through all the clutter while being in the same place every day so my hope is if i'm around new environments i'm seeing new people experiencing new food breathing different air being on different roads and such, uh, connecting with different people, not just seeing them, but also connecting them, connecting them, speaking to them, whatever have you, that my Eureka moment will come and I can come back refreshed, renewed, um, and just more whole because being the person that's never been nowhere or has never did nothing is whack. For real, like what stories am I going to impart to my children? Am I going to be 50 years old and like, yeah, I went to Miami once and yeah, I went to Atlanta a few times. Like, nah, nigga, where's the, where's the shit that makes you you? Where's the unique shit? What have you seen if these places are brought up in conversation? Do you have a memory there? And the answer more than likely is no. Black people go to where? To Texas, go to um, New Orleans. Shout out to the people in New Orleans. Keep your head strong. Um go to Atlanta, go to Miami, do a sneaky trip in the Poconos, go to LA and Vegas. But there's so much country here. And I'm like, fam, I need to see what's happening. The furthest west I've ever been is Houston. That shit is a fucking shame. I'm 31 years old. These things have to change. So I'm going to change them. All the neighboring states, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Kentucky, maybe I might go to Louisville, but I feel there's some like overt racism going on over there, so I might could have to fucking dub it. Memphis, I want to see it. I want to feel it. I want to know what's going on. So I'm going to go see it for myself. And um, I'm going to create some content so I can still have episodes play. While I'm going, because I don't want to take another hiatus. I love you guys too much. So that's where I'm at with it, right? Another thing that's been happening in my life. Forget I shared this with you guys. The drinking is getting out of hand. It's getting there. It's not out of hand yet. I still have some type of governor in regards to when I want to have a drink and when I don't. But the days of old are starting to resurface. Reek having a drink upwards of four times a week is starting to happen very slowly very methodically it's not coming all at once but i'm recognizing the behavior now i'm pretty sure there's some therapists that listen to me some psychologists that listen to me and like you're already aware of what's going on just don't drink and in my head i'm like fuck that right it's probably a large collection of you guys that you're like you know what you can't leave your problems. Uh, 
you can't just be reliant on vices to get you through. And my rebuttal to that is, what have you personally been through for you to tell me this? I mean, in theory, I shouldn't be able to do this. In theory, I should use like other coping mechanisms, but no, because the thing that's not really addressed as far as going devices to make you feel better about tragedy that's been going on is everybody wants a taste of euphoria. Everybody just wants to be in that state, that tranquil state to where they're not thinking about what's going on. Yes, the bills are still going to be there. Yes, the strife is still going to be there. But just momentarily, you just want to be at ease. And for you guys to mention, oh, go to therapy. Nobody talks about the therapy process. Finding a good therapist. Being able to afford therapy. Or finding the therapist that your insurance covers. And if you have not top of the line insurance, or even if you don't have relatively good insurance, say you have like basic insurance, right? You have to go on this warpath of finding therapists that are available. On top of finding one that's available, find one that you fuck with. Find one you can confide in, trust. And at the end of the day, although this is a thought that probably can be dismantled after the first or second session, getting your mind wrapped around, getting a third party point of view from someone who doesn't really know me like that probably won't benefit me. Now that's probably wrong. Therapy is spectacular. Therapy is needed. I believe getting a third party opinion from someone that can't really pull from like memories that they might have from you and giving you a very stringent and strong and probably profound answer to questions you might have or might help you in the process of trying to find your own answers is, you know, for lack of better terms, therapeutic. So I can understand that the whole, the Sopranos are centered around the killer nigga going to therapy. So I understand, you understand? It's just more so getting my mind shaped to speaking to someone who is an educated stranger. And profiting off of my calamity. I don't know. I don't know if I can really mesh with that in this current juncture in my life. You know, I believe marriage counseling and shit like that is a different beast. But when it's something in regards to yourself, I don't know. I don't know if I can get down with that. But I do know I have $45. And I do know I can go purchase that potion. And even for maybe a few minutes, hour, two hours that um that state of sedation is something that helps me ease through or if i'm not getting drunk knowing that i have a social event to go to and then i can drink there it just gives me something to look forward to this is the truth i got to tell you the truth if i don't tell you the truth why listen to me in the first place in the first place last but not least i wanted to uh give you not a closing thought but is it a revelation no it was a it was an educational experience i went to mamuana cafe a few weeks ago right and i had that rum punch and i was uh, introduced to mango fried cheese and different types of dominican cuisine right 
and I had the salami. Everything was tasty. Went back for seconds. I had all kinds of other things. I had an omelet and, you know, I ate like a king in Mama Wana Cafe. If you've never done this, please um, research your closest Mama Wana. Go on Sunday mornings for their brunch situation, their brunch buffet. Everything about that is excellent. But I didn't know that salami was pork until days later. So I ate poison unknowingly. If you didn't know that salami was pork, you know now, right? You're probably laughing. Shut the fuck up, all right? This is my pain, I'm telling you. It's all about what I'm going through as a goddamn man. I'm being educated in real time. I was not equipped with this information. I'm seeing the slices. I'm like, oh, that looks delectable. I can fuck with some salami on some humble shit. No! Because I quit pork when I turned 30. I've been... No ribs, no pork chops, no bacon, pepperoni, different types of sausage, paws, all that shit, right? Took it out the diet. It's out of there. Boom. Rats. I mean, not rats. Fucking... I don't know what onomatopoeia I was going for, but it definitely wasn't about rodents. Anyway, the salami was there. I partook in the salami, and the person who I was there with, the people actually, the people I was there with, didn't tell me I was eating poison. Don't be caught out there like your boy. Your friends, those who are close to you, will watch your downfall if it's, if it's, you know, entertaining to them. Now, I'm not saying they were snickering or laughing. What what I am saying is they did see me eat that goddamn salami. Pause. I don't, I wasn't really comfortable with that sentence just now. Sorry about that. It's getting a little graphic. Anywho, stay away from salami. Don't be like the good brother. I'll speak to you guys tomorrow. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. Holla at your boy.